Hey everyone! Welcome back to another episode of Following Paralumen. Quote-unquote, not your ordinary podcast, where we talk about all things under the sun. I'm your host, Danny Catehuco, competitive coffee drinker, passport stamp collector, and now your new favorite podcast host. Sit back, relax, and let's get the show on the road. Hey everybody, it's Danny. Welcome to Following Paralumen podcast series. I'm currently still in the Philippines and it's been raining nonstop, but I'm headed out again soon, so that's always exciting. Um, anyway, for today's episode, this will be a very special one because we're going to be talking about answering God's calling. Um, this topic is personal, special, and somewhat a, bit, a little bit sensitive. And of course, a special episode requires a very special guest. Um, she's a woman that I look up to and admire, uh, <laughs> Hannah Hornibrook. Hey, Hannah. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good today. That's good. Um, we haven't like talked in a really long time. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. Well, our lives are kind of really busy, and we don't yeah. live in the same part of the world, so it makes sense. Exactly, and our time zones are like completely opposite. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I wanted to ask you. Um, you just got engaged, right? I did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how did how did Vernon propose? So Vernon, my new fiance. <laughs> but it's really weird to say. Anyways. Um, <laughs> So basically, um, to me, family is very important, and so um, he had asked my dad for permission, you know, kind of like honoring my parents in a sense, and mm -hmm. then he got my brother involved, and so oh, wow. I ended up I ended up going up to my grandparents. My brother said, like, hey, can we go up to my our grandparents and, like, chill there? And mm -hmm. I already asked Vernon, and he said that, like, it'd be fine to go up, and I was like sure what not like it doesn't like I don't care it's really nice that my grandparents they're right by a lake so mm -hmm. it makes you know it's nice to go spend the summers there Aww. and when I was getting ready I had like a bathing suit on and everything all prepped up and Vernon comes in he's like oh could you wear this other bathing suit <laughs> and like this bathing suit is kind of like blue and white striped over the shoulder really pretty can look mm -hmm. like a shirt and it matched his top and so I was like oh my gosh should I match with you and he, <laughs> he was he like planned that like he knew that I would want to like look like match yeah if that makes sense yeah so he like played it off as, as if it was my idea but it, it was really his all along yeah so we were like matching and it looked really cute and at some point when we we're at my grandparents um they were like him and my brother were like hey do you guys want to go on a boat ride and I was like sure like that would be fun and um a couple other things like happened uh, during that mm -hmm. time but like the short story is that we got on the boat and we we got over to like a really pretty part of the lake and my brother was like oh Hannah like pretend that you you're um, you're being like the Titanic like you're, you're in the Titanic you know like the, the pose yeah. you know off the boat with your yeah. arms so I like classic. turn around and I pretend and like I start hearing music and I turn around and like Vernon gets on his knees and he oh starts saying all really nice things and my brother's filled <laughs> and I'm just in shock and he and then Vernon finishes whatever he's saying and like I remember obviously because we have the video now but yeah 
Um, and then I said yes, and we took some pictures and went back and like showed my grandparents. That and is my so family. sweet. That's like yeah. He set the bar high. <laughs> <laughs> it was really nice. Yeah, yeah. So, what are your like wedding plans? Any like any dates that have has been set? Well, I'm not gonna confirm or deny <laughs> anything. Yeah. It's only been a couple of days, mm -hmm. but there'll be definitely more information to come. Okay, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I am so happy for you. Congratulations again. Aw, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I think um, the listeners would be interested in knowing how we met. But, um, okay. <laughs> I don't think... We, okay, so we've never actually met physically. But we've been friends for like a year, I guess. I guess so. I don't know how long. Yeah, but, but it's basically because of Instagram. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I mean, um, you're dating my neighbor, and yes. I ended up seeing like you two in a picture, and I was like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. And it, I think it was me that messaged you first, right? Um, I think so, but I. I was meaning to message you because, like, I liked the pictures that you were posting. So I guess that that's how our conversation, like, sparked. Oh, okay. That's a refresher. Yeah, yeah. And I was, like, in the mountains in Tennessee. And you were like, why oh. are you in the mountains? Yeah. I don't know if you remember yeah. that. <laughs> so basically, we just met on Instagram. Exactly. It's a very uh, millennial friendship. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, for this episode, I'm going to be asking you a couple of questions about answering God's calling and all that. So, should we start? You want me to start now? <laughs> okay, so the first question. Um, how do you hear the voice of God? How do you, how can you say that, oh, this is God speaking to me right now? Or, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll just say a disclaimer right now. Like, this is all everything that I'm going to say is basically from my own personal experience mm -hmm. and things that I have witnessed um, on other people. I've had experience in the mission field in Mexico and mm -hmm. as well as an English teacher overseas. So, I have been put out of my comfort zone and I have seen things and experienced things that, you know, people at least who stay in my country in Canada yes. or in the US sometimes don't necessarily experience. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess um, from what I've learned and how to hear the voice of God or how to how do you know if the Lord's speaking to you? Well, there's there's a lot of different ways, and it mm -hmm. definitely can come in different ways for different people. Like, you can read in the Bible, like, different um, characters in the Bible definitely heard God in different ways. And um, the, the different ways that I have definitely experienced are through people, mm -hmm. through the Scripture, through circumstances and coincidences, and through nature. Um, and also through, like, um, dreams and visions, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Um, I can give it like a couple stories if you'd like. Sure, sure, of course. Okay. So, um, for
for those of you who do not know, uh, my family and I, we've adopted uh, three siblings. I mm-hmm. have three adopted siblings from Colombia. And even before we knew of their existence, before we knew of what children we were going to adopt, mm-hmm. I had a dream in my sleep. I, I was dreaming about the, the sibling group that we would adopt. And in my dream, um, I saw two girls and a boy. Oh, wow. And I didn't necessarily know, like, what that meant, but I just, I woke head that we were going to receive a sibling group with two girls and a boy. And a couple months later, we actually, um, after going through different files, like, mm-hmm. just not feeling like we could handle those different files that were given to us, we were given this file on my parents' wedding anniversary. So there's one of the coincidences yeah. or circumstances. Oh, so wow. on my parents' anniversary, we received a file of two girls and one boy, and they looked so similar to what I had envisioned in my dream. And I was like, I was just so ecstatic, and I was like, <laughs> yes, like this is the Lord, like this is who He's called for us to um, bring into our family. And you know, that's just something that's very, um, you know, those are like yeah. times where you're just like, yeah, this is for sure. That's and another great. time. So many times where like the Lord has like shown me through like people confirmation or scripture com- uh, confirmation, but mm-hmm. another time was just actually this past year um, when I started a new school in Toronto. Mm-hmm. My roommate is like um, she was amazing. Like she's such a great person. And anyway, so the Lord, you know, um, through her, she was able to tell me that she like kind of saw for me that my year years at Tyndale or year at Tyndale would be one that I didn't expect what was coming like um in her in her vision there was kind of like a stone that opened up to to show like uh diamonds purple Mm -hmm. diamonds that my time at Tyndale um the university that it would be so much more than what I expected that like you know I kind of expect receiving a stone but really like inside it's going to be diamonds and, Mm -hmm. and purple gem so I was like wow that's amazing and that's awesome and and then we go we went to chapel so that's like church yeah and at the church there was an artist who was um so he was doing like prophetic art throughout the service Mm -hmm. and so basically what that means is that um while the 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 worship's going on and while the pastor's speaking like throughout the whole entire time that you're you go into church and, and before you leave he would have finished his drawing and basically his drawing while he was painting it i was looking at it and i was like no way like Why? what, was what he was drawing was a stone breaking open to mm-hmm. refer to reveal purple jets wow like the same exact thing that my roommate had told me and what is crazy is that I had like this back thought that said like oh I'm going to meet my husband here like and I was like no no I'm not here for men I'm not here here to study like I'm not here for a guy Mm -hmm. and what's funny is that yes at Tyndale the one year that I was there I've met my future husband that's amazing yeah it's really cool (laughs) I think for me, I hear the voice of God mainly through um, reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know if it makes sense, but when I want something, I'm going to be like praying for it so hard. And when yeah. it doesn't happen, I'm going to be like forgetting about it. For example, my, um, remember how I told you I'm trying to move to Canada? Yeah. 
then it's not like it keeps on like getting disrupted and my visas kept on getting denied and eventually I just like paused for a bit and then I was like okay god I don't know what you want me to do but I think I get the picture that it's not for me so I'm going to stop and a few months later the reason that I wanted to move to Canada just completely disappeared I guess if we, if that makes yeah. sense so I yeah, guess I remember. yeah I guess it's just um, looking back, I hear God talking to me like, oh, I told you not to do it, and like, stuff like that. <laughs> and, um, I think in the Old Testament and then the New Testament, it's, it varies how God speaks to his, like, people, right? Yeah, he, he definitely speaks in, um, in different ways, um, and I find that some people today, they're like, well, why doesn't God speak the same way? And mm -hmm. and to be honest, like, he still does. He still does the same exact things, but people are so, like, you know, they they don't seek him out the same way mm -hmm. that they used to. Um, exactly. And they don't, um, they don't trust him and um, trust that he can provide the same way. So... I think that um, that actually goes into like one of your questions that I know you'll be asking mm -hmm. um, about like what are the things that you consider before saying yes mm -hmm. and like one of those things would be to actually know who he is mm -hmm. and like know his heart and like seek him out on it. Yes, that's true. Um, so is, is that the only thing that you're like considering before saying yes or are there like no, so a couple more? I have three things. I have okay. three things. So the first one would be to all, to seek out who um, who he is mm -hmm. and like what is his heart and how that aligns with who he's created you to be. Mm -hmm. So like there, God's created us all very differently, and um, he has created us in ways and in, in, in ways that would um, be good for different things because he says in the Bible that like. Um, his church is kind of like a body that needs mm -hmm. to work together. And so, like, if you only had fingers, like, you wouldn't be able to work together. Like, you you need fingers and hands and feet exactly. and everything. And so you definitely need, like, a bunch of different types of people to mm -hmm. be able to work together. And so the first thing is seeking out who he is and, and what are his truths that align with who he's created you to be. And an example of that would be, like, for example, when um, I got the information of becoming a volunteer teacher in Thailand, mm -hmm. the, all the description of, of what they said they needed as a person, I was like, wow, like, that's who I am. Like, that's who God's created me to be. And that makes so much sense with, you know, his heart for people and, and loving people. Yeah. So knowing him and knowing yourself and also knowing the desires he's given you because there's a verse in the Bible that says um, God, God will give you the desires of your heart and mm -hmm. the way I perceive that is like he legit has desires for you and he puts them in your heart mm -hmm. and so you know the desires that are tr that are beautiful and truthful and loving like those come from him and those are the ideas and the things that he's put in you to like you know, come to fruition, like, mm -hmm. I don't know if I said that properly, but, you know, he's put them in you, so it's, like, seeking out those desires and, mm -hmm. like, running after them, like, you know, follow your dreams type of thing, yeah. but, um, so really, like, try to seek out if your desires are aligning with who you've learned him to be, mm -hmm. and then, like, seek those desires, because more often than not, like, he's in it with you, and the last one is, I actually have a story for that, if you want to hear that, of course. too, like, an example. 
right? Sure. So the example would be like when I was doing my DTS with YWAM in Mexico, mm-hmm. um, there we had two options of outreach locations that we were going to. Yeah. And before even um, knowing which, like, what were the options, I told the Lord, I was like, I do not want to go to South America. Like, <laughs> do not send. South America, and I don't know why, like, you know, half my family is from South America, like, I love Spanish, like, I don't, I didn't understand why I didn't want to go, Mm -hmm. but before walking into the room with the options on the wall, Mm -hmm. I I felt the Lord being like, just trust me and choose South America, and I was like, no, (laughs) like, I do not want Anyway, so I walked in the room, and there was Europe, mm-hmm. and there was Brazil, Mexico, and I was like, Lord, like, I love Europe, like, yeah. I want to go to Europe so, so bad, and he was like, trust me, like, if I want that for you, I will send you to Europe, like, mm-hmm. just trust me, so at the end, I struggled so hard, but I ended up putting Brazil and Mexico, mm-hmm. and a couple of days later, I was called into the office by my leader, and he was like, hey, Hannah, like, I have a question for you, and I said, Okay, sure. He said, he said, it, would you want to go to Europe? Like, could I switch you to the Europe team? And I was like, oh, really? Like, and like this it was is like, it. Like, the, he, he chose, like, my leader chose me, one mm-hmm. of the, one of, he chose me among, like, I think three other people yeah. to ask if, like, I'd be willing to switch teams. And I was like, wow, like, the Lord, the Lord definitely, you know, sees your heart and he yeah. will, he will give it to you. Like, you don't need to, like, fight him on it. Like, he will give it to you. And because that's his plan. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's an example. And the third one is, um, has he confirmed with different circumstances or like, you know, people like how we were talking about before, like, how does he speak to you? Like, has he, has he confirmed in those ways? Like, has like people in your life spoken into those desires and been like, Hey, like, this is a good idea. Or, you know, saying like, or in scripture, let's say you, you don't know, like if you should, I I don't know, like, (laughs) but it confirms it or, you know, for example, um, when I was in my DTS, we had this time of giving, and I didn't know what to give. And I felt the Lord saying, like, give this amount of money to three different people. And I was like, but that's my bank account. Like, that is all I have. <laughs> yeah. And he just, like, led me to this verse in the Bible where I opened the verse, and it said something like, you know, trust me. Um, trust me and you will find the riches in the secret places that I have hidden and you will know that I am Lord. So that confirmed that it was the Lord speaking to me. It confirmed mm-hmm. that I will still find the riches that I, I will be giving away. And it kind of like just said like, it will be okay if you give this money away, you know? So yeah, it's like the confirmation um, that you're needing. Yeah. So, so, you know, so those three points is like, know who he is and know who you are. Um, like seek those desires and like align it with his truth and then confirmation from um you know in the way he talks that's great (laughs) okay the next question is um what are the challenges that you're currently facing in the season of your life because i get that it's not really like a smooth sailing journey yeah yeah Mm -hmm. well the first thing i want to say is like being a christian does not mean that your life will be easy like god is is you know, it basically this life is a preparation for like what is to come. And, and the Lord doesn't, you know, create bad circumstances. He doesn't like, I, I don't believe that, um, 
I don't believe that he is the reason for all the evil in the world. Mm -hmm. Quite the opposite. I think that, like, he is the good in the world. And so... Um, if you seek him wholeheartedly, like he will give you that peace. And you know, his followers in the New Testament, when they suffered so much, mm-hmm. but that suffering brought them a lot closer to the Lord and, and closer to like who, who you know, God's created them to be. And so, like you know, suffering, although it may be hard, it mm-hmm. is something that will grow you and challenge you to become a better person. And so, I think right now. Um, I'm at a good point, Mm -hmm. but I still am dealing with like, you know, self doubt or like pleasing people or like being too concerned with what other people think of me, especially living in Quebec. Like so (laughs) many people here, they, they just look at, you know, your faith and they're, Mm -hmm. they're just like, that's stupid. Like you don't need God. Like God's not real Mm -hmm. because it's very like. It's very much um, science, Mm -hmm. even though God is science. Like, if you look (laughs) at it, like, you know, you can see how he has, you know, very much built the world. And um, I'm not a, I'm I'm not a, what's the word for, like, you know, how to, like, argue the gospel? Um, Um, I'm not a. Like a cynic? No, no, that's not it. No, no. um, Oh, I was right on the, anyways. So, like, I don't. (laughs) I don't have all the answers, but I, I can definitely see them. So, like, I think that um, one of the biggest things I'm dealing with right now is being um, too concerned with what people think of me and as well as, like, being patient in, in the preparation that I know the Lord is preparing me for. Like, I have so many dreams. I have so many things I want to do. But, like, mm-hmm. he's like, no, be patient. Like, you have to grow first. You have to be challenged first. You have to, like, learn first before you can then battle the next stage. You so. live in uh, Sherbrooke, right? Is it, like, a yeah, town of, like, believers or a majority of them don't believe? That's why you, you like, hear mm-hmm. what they think? So, basically, Sherbrooke is, um, well, I live in Lenoxville, and mm-hmm. Lenoxville is in the in Sherbrooke. And Sherbrooke is more French, and Lenoxville is English. Mm-hmm. And, in, and in Lenoxville, you have a strong Christian community. It's actually, I think, one of the strongest in Quebec, but mm-hmm. people who aren't Christian don't, I don't really think they know much about it. Like, they yeah. just kind of, you know, go through life, um, you know, not really paying much attention, and, um... And we do so much here, Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know, like, you would have to come here and, like, (laughs) walk in a, like, talk to people who are Francophone or Anglophone Mm -hmm. who have had so much hurt from the Catholic Church and 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 our history, and um, it's really, really sad, but it's it's true, like, the Church has caused a lot of pain to people, and the Church being, like, the people, you know, not not Mm -hmm. God, but, like, the people have, like, really brought a lot of anger and hurt and and it's really sad but yeah (laughs) yeah that's true um I wanted to say something but I sort of like forgot what I was going to say my my train of thought just like just just crashed but I was told this phrase um by a good friend of mine because my best friends are like gay Mm-hmm. And in the Catholic Church, they've been, like, being condemned. But this friend mm-hmm. told me that you have to hate the sin, but you have to love the sinner. Mm-hmm. And, and like, I, I don't, I can't, like, speak for the whole world, but in the Philippines, like, the Catholic Church don't really support, like, 
queer people yeah. and they feel like an outcast and it brings them like more distant and distant to God because they feel like religion is like condem condemning them but in reality like Christianity it's all about like faith and mm -hmm. what people how people treat you I guess if that makes yeah. sense I think that um, the first thing I would say is that it actually says in the New Testament that, you know, the God's perspective of religion is loving the widowed and the sick and the mm -hmm. poor and the, the homeless and the orphaned. Like, that is what they believe, that is what God believes religion to be. Mm -hmm. um, and, and when it comes to, like, homosexuality and queer people, like, I don't feel like I can speak about it because, mm -hmm. you know... Um, that, that, I used to say that phrase, I used to say like, oh, like hate the sin, love the person, but mm -hmm. I think that with hate comes a lot of judgment and mm -hmm. it comes, like, it comes a lot of like, oh, I'm going to fix you type of thing mm -hmm. when really like we need to be fixed as well. Exactly. And I think, um, I, I don't know like how to speak on it because like, I think that we all have areas to work on and mm -hmm. like we all have different perspectives and beliefs and I think that the, our responsibility is to love people mm -hmm. and to love them more than, than or like love them as much as we would love ourselves and so you know you wouldn't hate on yourself yeah. well I mean sometimes you are <laughs> not perfect I think like in an ideal situation like I have I have friends that are as well and I've told them like oh like if you you and your you know if you and your 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 significant other want to go out like I'd go out with you like it mm -hmm. doesn't you know to me like I still love you regardless of our difference of opinion mm -hmm. so you know it doesn't it doesn't matter you know in the end like as like I this is such a hard topic but yeah I would agree <laughs> We need the love. Like, we, we just don't know. There's so many things we don't know. And, you know, it's not our place. And, you know, there's so many things in our own lives that we're, yeah. like, guilty about or shamed about. But that's mm -hmm. not who God is. Like, he's mm -hmm. not guilt and he's not shamed. So, he's love. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a great point of view. Um, okay. So, when did you realize that God was speaking to you and that he's calling you to serve a better purpose in his kingdom? I realized that when I couldn't be the person I wanted to be without him, like I saw who his example was and mm -hmm. I like who he was the person and like the example that I saw in the Bible and as well lived out through like people that I've seen, like really live out their lives, mm -hmm. um, in the Christian faith. And, and I realized that, that through the scriptures, like the way that it, ha it is portrayed of how to live your life, like, it's all so that we can, like, love one another and have peace. And, you know, like, the, even if you go in the book of Philippians and um, in the Bible, like, it's mm -hmm. all about telling the Philippian church, like, it doesn't matter your differences. Mm -hmm. Like, love each other. Like, peace is important. Loving is important. Like, yeah. you know, going out and serving each other. And so, you know, just like the what the Bible portrays is a, is a love of service of mm -hmm. like, um, selflessness that I want to be. And I was like, and I can't do this if I am like going out and doing things that I feel that aren't, are like taking me away from that. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And like, and I also would want what I have for others. So like, I would always want to like open the door for other people if they want to like to step mm -hmm. in. And so, um, you know, so like, yeah, <laughs> it 
it started making the most sense. Like the and I like slowly got into the scriptures and I t- told myself like I don't need to rush into anything. I don't need to make a big decision. Like I'm just gonna take my time and get mm-hmm. to know the God that my parents and my community says He is. Okay, so <laughs> I think that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Oh, that's um, personal. That's just it like is. What yeah. I, <laughs> I think this whole conversation is like personal. So. Yeah. That's what makes it like special, I guess. <laughs> so, um, are you working on like any new projects right now? Well, obviously, I'm working on preparing to get married. That is true. Uh, so, um, that's... Oh, I was about to give a date, um, but <laughs> I can't give a date. Yeah, um, so, I'm working on a wedding. I'm working on, like, all that preparation and things. Mm-hmm. I'm also... I started a new job, and... Oh, um, wow, congratulations. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, I'm, I'm a case coordinator for um, a third party to, like, an assistance company to insurance yeah. for emergency travel. So, if anything, like, when you're traveling, if anything happened, then you would call me, and I would help you get to a hospital, and I would kind of, like, guide you through it. Mm-hmm. So, I would help you, like, navigate the, the like, the medical industry and I would make sure that it's not too costly and that you're Mm -hmm. covered and like you know make sure that like everything goes well so that's my new job and I've also started going to a new school and I moved back home and like there's so (laughs) many new things but like the Lord's been really faithful and just giving me peace and and it's turning out to be really really good so yeah (laughs) you're going to bishops right yeah, yes. I, I, as a kid, I said I would never go to Bishop's. I would never work at Global Excel, and that's the company I'm trying to work for. And I said, like, I would never move back in at my house, and here I am. I'm sitting in my bedroom at my old house. And, like, you know, there's a lot of things I said, like, oh, I never want to do this, and yet the Lord has just, like, brought me back home mm-hmm. with my fiancé, who has moved here as well, and, like, really set us up for, like, developing a really solid foundation so it's good it's really good i think that bishops is a really great school um i told i don't know if i told you but i got in but i forfeited and i withdraw my um place because i felt like it wasn't like the right time for me to go back to school yeah that would have it would have been cool to have you here but i understand like timing is really important I know, but maybe in the next years. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but I'm going to do a volunteering to teach kids English, like what you did in Thailand. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. That's, like, that's amazing. Like, that's an amazing opportunity. I know. Don't give it up. (laughs) I've never been to Africa, so... It should it's be fun. It should be really fun. But I got I, I need to get all these like vaccines like yellow fever, cholera, malaria yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. I remember those days. <laughs> and what makes it more um challenging is that in the Philippines all of our vaccine for travels is like limited. You can only get it at a certain place. And oh, that's wow. like in the big city. So every time I have to go to like get a vaccine i i drive like two to four hours depending on the traffic which is like really annoying oh wow that sucks (laughs) yeah but 
it's worth it, I guess. Mm-hmm. It will be worth it. It is. You'll love it. You'll <laughs> love it. You won't want to leave. <laughs> oh, um, last question. Well, it's not really a question, but do you have any tips for people deciding whether they should follow and say yes to God's call? I would say if it seems like it's going to be very difficult, do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> something, like, just, yeah, like, you won't regret putting your putting yourself in the hands of God. Like, I have almost told myself one time, like, I was like, I'd rather have no money and just mm-hmm. see God, pro- like, provide for me day after day and just, like, have that peace knowing that He exists rather than having millions of dollars and, you know, like, thinking that I don't need Him. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, I think the tip would be to, like, just try it. Like, just, just see. Like, mm-hmm. just test it. You know, like, just be like, hey, God, like, you know, give me a sign, like, or, you know, if you feel like you need to pray for someone, like, just pray for them mm-hmm. and ask them, like, step out of your comfort zone, see what happens, see what happens, like, and if God doesn't do anything, like, mm-hmm. okay, but if he, like, more often than not, like, God is working on you and, like, he's, he's challenging you and, mm-hmm. he, you know, you'll see yourself grow so much. <laughs> that, okay. Um... So that is all of my questions for today. It wasn't that bad, right? Oh, I think that was good. <laughs> I'm still very nervous. I don't know why. I mean, we got through it, but I'm still nervous. I don't even know why. I mean, I've had my interviews a couple days ago, but yep. It's a it's a sensitive topic. Like I Yeah, it's a sensitive topic. <laughs> okay, so um I just want to thank you for accepting my invitation and speaking mm-hmm. in my show. It, feels, it still feels weird to say, like, in my show because, like, it's been a dream to host something. And now it's finally here. It's an answered prayer, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. No problem. Anytime. <laughs> that was fun. So do you have, like, any social media? Where can we find you? Where can we look into what you're currently doing? Yeah, so um, you can, I'm very active on Instagram, so my Instagram handle, which you can provide if you'd like, is at joy, so like joy, the S, mm-hmm. and then I'm on Facebook, so Facebook is, is there, but um, my Instagram is open, so it's not private, so mm-hmm. anyone can go and follow me and just ask questions or anything. I'm always open to be challenged and um, <laughs> Get to get tough questions, even if I don't know the answers, I can bring it to someone else. So, yeah, all right. Um, my Instagram and Twitter is at dmtanhutko, and my blog is danikatanhutko.com. And Hannah and my uh username socials will be listed in the description box, and you can check it out right there awesome (laughs) thank you hannah it's been a pleasure having you in my show and bye bye